these Premier League games this morning. Well, Darwin Nunez has uh, missed a penalty. He's hit the post right on half time for Liverpool. They do take a 2 0 lead into the break against Chelsea at Anfield, though. Uh, Brentford have scored, so wild game there in North London. Tottenham lead 3 2 in the 77th minute. This after Brentford took a 1 0 lead into half time, and then Tottenham scored three goals in eight minutes to go up 3-1. But Tony has scored for the Bees. So it is 3-2 with just over 10 minutes plus stoppage time remaining in that match. And Manchester City 3-0 over Burnley. Uh, 81 minutes gone in that match. On the text line here, there's a random tip from the Sheriff who says, Morning boys, got a black booker today at Dooman. Race three, number four. I think it's Mock Taffy. Jimmy Orman, Chris Waller. It's a $5 chance with Tab. So anyone who wants to follow the sheriff on the text line, he says, I think it's a real good go at $5. Listen, love the show. Listen every morning. Good on you, the sheriff. Uh, we'll keep an eye on Mock Taffy there for Jimmy Orman and Chris Waller there at Dooman today in that uh, benchmark 68, the third race on the card. Um, we've got Ash Gardner coming up shortly. And uh, just going through the honour roll again last night for the Allen Border Medal, you've uh, you've just missed it overnight. Mitch Marsh took out the Allen Border Medal, and he did it convincingly, uh, beating the Australian P- captain Pat Cummins to the honours. Uh, to the honour, two hundred and twenty-three votes, Cummins one hundred and forty-four. Now the voting period started in well January twenty-two last year and went up until after the Sydney test against Pakistan. So it didn't incorporate uh, the West Indies series, which we've just seen. Ash Gardner, as I mentioned, won the Belinda Clark Award. She finished on 147 votes from Elise Perry, 134. Nathan Lyon wins the Shane Warne Men's Test Player of the Year, pup. Mm. Probably thought... I think a lot of us probably thought Kawaja would yeah. probably beat him to it. But yeah, well uh, done, Lino. Nathan Lyon. What under all the winners? Another honour to you. Know? Yeah, it's a... Um, Elise Perry. Well, she won, she won a one couple day of player and T20 player as well, didn't Correct. she? Another stellar year for Elise Perry. Uh, Cam Bancroft won... Domestic player, the men's domestic men's player domestic of the year. domestic player. So, yeah, congratulations to all the winners. Um, Mitch Marsh... Uh, and Ash Gardner, both exceptional once again. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, you think about uh, a lot of those winners. It's just been Australian cricket continues to, you know, stay at the top of the tree. And I know we expect them to win, and I know we'll disappoint it after last Test match from the men's side of things, losing the West Indies, and from the, the women's side of things, that game they lost to South Africa as well. But that's the sport, and when you got when you're at the top, Everyone's chasing you. And I think the women's team particularly, and we'll talk to Ash soon, um, they're probably, you know, their own success is is the biggest problem in women's, sport, in women's cricket at the moment because everyone wants to be better than this Australian team. So everyone's chasing them. And now they've got the, the opportunity to play in, you know, 2020 tournaments around the world like the men where you play a lot together with international players. So, you know, the other teams are watching how these Australian players are going about their work and, and trying to find ways to be as good at them, as good as them, if not better. So that's the challenge for, for Ash and the girls. And for, for, for the men as well, it's to, to try and stay at the top, try and keep winning World Cups, 
um, winning the Test Championship. And, you know, there's there's going to be some challenges in the next couple of years for the men's team as well. We've got some really tough cricket ahead of us. So, yeah, hopefully uh, individually the boys keep growing and getting better. Mitch Marshall, he's phenomenal. You know, a couple of years ago, well, actually not that long ago, he was out of the team. He didn't think he was going to get another crack, certainly with Cameron Green coming in and owning that all-rounder position. Um, but he's found his way back and, and had a stellar 12 months, so good on him. On the text line here, uh, where was the one I was looking for? You heard it here first, this one. You heard it here first, lads. I reckon Cam Smith will be somehow involved in coaching the storm when Bellamy leaves, says the Orange Battler. Oh, I can't see that happening because he's very entrenched there in living in southeast Queensland. No, now. he might have a consultancy role or something like mm. that. Um, but I can't see Cam being a full-time coach at the Melbourne Storm. Um, I think Billy would be a, more of a chance, um, but I think that Billy has just recommitted to Queensland for a couple more years. So I think that Craig hasn't announced what he's doing, but I think they've got an agreement that before the season starts, Craig lets the club know what his intentions are for the following season. So... And we've thought about that for the last couple of years, that Craig might be coming into his last year. And there's been some talk around that he's pretty steadfast on this may be his last year. Believe it when I see it. Well, I'm a bit like you. I think he'll miss it. Um, But he's got, you know, obviously other priorities in in his life. But coaching, he loves doing it. He does a great job of it. I'm sure the players want him to stay as long as they possibly can. They signed Jason Riles last year when he was wanted as a NRL head coach. So I'm assuming that he's the next one in line down there. Um, so the longer that Craig stays there and helps him with his apprenticeship, the better it'll be for him. There have been some texts this morning as well inquiring about the multi and whether you're doing it tomorrow, Loz, and you know, your sort of confidence levels, I guess. Because he didn't do it last week, did no. you? No, I didn't do it last week. Um, group one started yet? No, I've got a horse I'd love you to put in, though, tomorrow. Yeah. I actually oh, bet, right it, I bet it twice yesterday. All right, well, that'll be do good. Do you want me to tell you yet? Uh, no, don't tell me, no, but no. I'll, I'll put it in. Uh, okay. I actually got a tip yesterday. So did I. And it, and it won. Okay, right, thanks. Um, thanks for telling us now. Right. Well, it was short. It was only okay. 280 no, um, well, Three bucks with a boost. I'm, but I'm pretty happy with that. But it was a horse called, and it made me laugh, because I thought when I first read it, I thought when I first read it, because we spoke to him on the program this week, the horse was Hey Fat Cat. Craig Ritchie. Yeah. So (laughs) I've just got, get on, Hey Fat Cat. And I texted him back, what do you mean, get on, Fat Cat? Are you talking about, we had him on the program. That was Mark Hunter's best bet at Sandown yesterday. Yeah, Sandown, yeah, race three, number five. Because then he texted me back. Did that text come from DS? No, it didn't. Oh, okay, right. No, it was from the Gold Coast, actually. Okay. Mm. Mail from the Gold Coast. So, right. There you go. Well, we're very fortunate now to have the winner of the Belinda Clark medal last night. Ash Gardner is joining us. Ash, a very good morning to you. How are you? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Congratulations. How much sleep? <laughs> uh, oh, probably about four and a half hours, I reckon. That's a good night. Yeah, it's a pretty good night. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, a- another great season for you. And, and you won it in 2022. So I guess reflecting on this compared to winning it then and, and how your game's evolved. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> sorry, I was 
pretty shocked, to be honest, to, to win the award, um, obviously with some really good nominees. But um, I just have to look back, I guess, at my bowling and how much that's probably evolved over the last little period and um, something that I put a lot of work into and um, I guess made sure that Elisa had someone to go to in those clutch moments. And um, sometimes you don't always reap the reap the benefits of bowling the last over of a T20 or something like that. But um, I guess just knowing that she's giving it to you for a reason and uh, being able to, I guess, grab that with both hands and um, knowing that that part of my game has, has changed quite a lot over the last little period and um, something that I've tried to, I guess, really embrace as well as, of course, trying to get better with my batting as well. Ash, how have you enjoyed, I guess with, with time playing and we all get a little bit older, there's more responsibility for you around that group now. How, how have you enjoyed that, um, not just in, in, in you, the way you play, but also that leadership role that you've, you've been able to play as well in, in the last 12 months? Have you really enjoyed that? Because from a distance, it looks like you've embraced it. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like naturally when you play a lot of games for whatever team, um, there's going to be people that are going to come to you. And I guess naturally you do fall into some sort of leadership capacity. And Mm. I feel like, especially within the um, spin unit of our team, sometimes we are quite inexperienced or just with um, playing less games and stuff like that. But I feel like it's something that I've, um, yeah, really tried to, I guess, embrace. And um, I've really enjoyed that side of it as well. Um, I do like the leadership side of it because I feel like it takes a little bit of pressure or or thinking off your own game Mm. um, and you can think about the game more broadly. So um, something that I've really enjoyed and and hopefully it can keep going um, over the next little period. What about the team, Ash? We we obviously, we talk a lot about, it seems any time the Australian men or women's team lose a game, you look deeper into something like that. And that's because of your success, because of how successful you've been as a team. How has the last 12 months been? Obviously, Meg Lenning's no longer there, so a new captain. Um, and how do you continue to to set new standards and reach those standards as a team that's been super successful? Yeah, it's obviously challenging when you're um, at the top of your game and um, we've had so much success as a unit, but we know that teams aren't that far away now and, Obviously, like you mentioned, we had Meg for so long um, as our captain and and we knew the way that she led and um, I guess the team knew how to perform under her. And um, I guess, yeah, once she retired, it it was kind of a a huge change. And um, I think the way that Elise has obviously captained over the last little period has been phenomenal. Um, I've had the pleasure of playing under her quite a few um, times now and I know the way that she captains. And um, I guess the the whole group has bought into the way that she wants to go about it and um, I think the greatest thing about this side is the way that we've, I guess, wanted to keep evolving um, and it's one of our values is, is to keep getting better and um, to keep evolving and, and moving with the game and I think um, a fantastic person to look at is Elise Perry and I guess how her game has changed over the years and um, I guess not being afraid to, to change later in your career, um, which I think is um, the most impressive thing, which is really cool to see. Mm. How did the team keep evolving then? Ash, uh, I think that you mentioned that there before, you know, the other countries are starting to to close the gap. So how do you keep staying in front? Yeah, I guess it's tough um, at times when you feel like you're you're doing all the right things and you don't want to change things when you are going well. But I think the best teams do change when they are going well. Um, And I guess it's being able to to challenge each other and... um, finding little things, I guess, in individuals um, that they can get better at. And and it doesn't have to be big changes, but it can be... um, I know we have a lot of, um, 
I guess thinking around the intent with your with your batting and and making sure that the first two balls of an over they're the ones that we can really um, go after. And I think I guess if you watched probably the last game more importantly um, against South Africa, I think Beth Mooney did that really well. And you just look at the intent that players have um, when they go out to bat and I guess the confidence around that, knowing that they're teammates and support staff are going to back them in doing that and if they do get out that's okay and they're the consequences that you can live with so there's always little one percenters that we can keep working on but um, I guess that's the best thing about this team is people aren't worried um, to to challenge others and um, yeah worry about the consequences as well. Ash, just the, the game generally in the schedule, I mean, always hotly debated, particularly on the men's side of things with how busy it is, but it's getting that way uh, as far as your commitments are concerned as well around the globe as well with the various competitions. And the WBBL, uh, do, we saw it reduced in the men's comp. Does it, has it got to the stage where it needs to be reduced in the in the women's as well? Yeah, I think quite potentially. Um, I think if you ask international um, players that they probably, obviously we play a lot more cricket than than the state girls do. Um, And probably I think to get the best out of Aussie players and overseas players coming over, um, yeah, potentially being able to reduce it. um, I think we we saw obviously what happened with the men's this year and um, the crowds that came to watch and and just the viewers um, was was seriously up and I think that's kind of where our game's going at the moment is we play so much cricket and um, being able to I guess have the best players over there and and get the best out of our own players um, potentially that is shortening it but um, I think that's the most exciting thing we probably never thought probably 10 years ago that um, we'd be playing this much cricket and we'd be asking for less so um, it's an absolute privilege um, that we can play so much and and play overseas and be able to play in front of different fans which is a really cool opportunity. Someone like Phoebe Litchfield uh, took out the ICC Emerging Cricketer of the Year. How have you seen her development, Ash? Yeah, she's a serious talent, and I think we've seen that. But I guess it's been spoken about for for quite a few years now, I guess, what she can be. Um, But I think we're actually seeing it um, on the biggest stage. And um, I know Phoebe's off the field as well, and I know how harsh a critic she is of herself. But I think, yeah, she's just going to keep blossoming. And I think we've seen what she's capable of, but we know that, She's. I think she's going to be someone like Meg Lanning. She's. She's going to break heaps of records. She's going to score lots of hundreds for a country, and um, she's going to be someone that's going to be around for the next ten, fifteen years. And um, fingers crossed, I'm playing with her for for quite a few of those. But um, yeah, I'm just super excited to see where she can get to. To be honest. Well, again, congratulations on another great year, and uh, we're duly rewarded there with the Belinda Clark Medal once again last night. Thanks for your time, Ash. Thanks for having me. Ash Garda there, the winner for the second time and a star in our women's game. Uh, Just on the text line here, someone asking, can you please tell me, here we go, Jensen, out of curiosity, where did T head, Travis head, finished in the AB medal scoring? Uh, So Marsh 223, Cummins 144, then Steve Smith 141, Mitch Stark 135 votes, Travis head 134. So he was fifth. As far as That's the votes are concerned, dominating win from Mitch Marsh. I thought I would have thought it would be a lot closer than that. Two twenty three to one forty four, second place. That's wow. It's a pasting. That's a yep. Mm. Well, if you're looking for a great night, why not head to Club Menangle 
this February, and you can join us with an evening with the Big Sports Breakfast Sunday, February 17. So that's coming up soon. Club Menangle's putting on an exciting night of live harness racing, fine dining. There'll be special guests from the sports and racing world. It's going to be a very fun night. It starts from 6 p.m. Tickets are $99 or $90 for racing members. And you can contact the club there on 02464522260. Or the easiest way, just head to clubmanangle.com.au slash events. Clubmanangle.com.au slash events. And you can book your tickets there. There was another text earlier about, I think it was Mitchell Robertson saying uh, who's speaking at our Big Sports Breakfast Lunch and whether uh, he needs to scrub up on his public speaking. Don't worry, you'll be saved, Mitch from Robertson. Loz has been in deep meetings, important meetings, uh, trying to nut out exactly who we've got coming on March 15, and we're not too far away from making... Exciting announcements, I'm told. Uh, you'll be speaking, yeah. Oh. yeah. Q&A? You'll be, you're a comedian, yeah. actually. No, I won't be doing the jokes. Do we have a comedian? We will. Can we make him funny? I thought last year you oh, no, was. last year was outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Was I'm not even... Funny. What's the date of it, March what? 15. The Ides of March, mate. Yeah, Allianz Stadium. Mm. I might be unavailable. To speak? Yeah, I'm definitely coming. Yeah. I might just be a bit... Good venue. Well, can I speak? If I've got to, if I got to speak, can it be early? I don't mind that. Oh, we're always on early. Yeah, that's okay. I don't mind that. Yeah. Get us up early so then we can... Just wear the red shoes, mate. Enjoy. Yeah, I wonder what I'll go for this year. Mm. I wonder what Just little treat I'll have for you. Was it Tommy Berry did a mm. shoey yeah, out didn't he? Auctioned it off What'd for charity. What did you have on last year? Grand, you had something on last year. What Who? did you have on last year? C- Clothes-wise? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Did you have all black last year? Maybe. It's, it's I like something. black. I, I remember... like black. I remember you, there was something about you last year. Oh, thank you. I can't you, remember what it was. In a good way or a bad way? No, it's a good way. Oh, thanks, man. I was looking sharp. I would have had a haircut and a shave. Yeah, it was, yeah. Where did we go afterwards last year? Oh. Do we have a venue for afterwards? Or we just I drove. Sure we I had to drive somewhere. Oh, you oh, had to you go went down to Canberra. Too. No, I had to go to Juneau. Yeah. Or Juneau, There yeah, was a yeah. game of footy on. Mm. Oh. It was a... You're doing your what day of the week is it? What day of the week yeah. is this, Mido? It's Friday Arvo. It's, oh. it's best time for us, boy. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I'm talking, make it quite mm. early, please, so we can cut loose. Uh, Are you MC? Well, not if I win Powerball tonight. No. I did buy a ticket. i got to say, I did buy a ticket. I'd love to win. What is it? $200 <laughs> yeah. million. Could you think of a greater injustice than oh, Michael Clark winning Powerball? $200 million? I mean, seriously. My ticket's worth the same as yours, mate. Why does it matter? Is, is, I've got it? bills like you. <laughs> I've probably got more bills than you. Well, that's why I'm we divorced. now need to turn it over to Loz. <laughs> so you are going to be doing... <laughs> no, I bought a ticket. You are going to be doing the multi tomorrow, though. You're going yes. to... For the people. The people that are demanding... Welcome back, Daly. Well, they want me. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so I've got to deliver. Yeah. Let's so, start with a bang this year. Just the way you said they want me. <laughs> they want well, he me. went into they retirement and they caught him out. I've been in and out of retirement for a period of time, you know. Mm. And when you get asked the fans so many back. times yeah. to come back, you can't mm. keep saying no. And, you know, don't you know? You think Berkey's just known as the Channel mm. 10 reporter. To some, you're just the... The racing tipster. That's exactly right. Multi-genius. I, I'm just the guy that gives the tips that win mm. on Friday mornings. Premier League, Tottenham have won that match against Brentford 3-2. City have beaten 
Burnley 3-1. Liverpool still 2-0 up against Chelsea. They have a corner here. Uh, 59th minute at the moment. But Liverpool have looked pretty comfortable, though that corner's been dealt with there at Anfield this morning. Uh, Sean Abbott's coming up soon. Australian bowling all-rounder ahead of the opening one-day international against the West Indies tomorrow morning, just on the text line and the text line number. Fire them in, 0419767272. Loz, we need you back on Friday so we know who to put a line through Saturday, says Jason in Townsville. That's not very nice. That's all good. Tipster, now known by the Wizard of Snoz. Maybe you should get Loz to give a speech on how benchmark racing works at the lunch. Um, yeah, look, all, all great suggestions. Boys, I've told the wife the luncheon's a two-day event. Oh, smart play. Is the NARC going to be the speaker, boys? Miss no. him, Tom from Temworth. I haven't heard from the NARC for a yeah. long time. Hmm. Get him back. He's blocker on tomorrow. Jake from Canberra. He's not. He will be, though. Don't worry. Are you He's coming to work tomorrow? Yeah, when, are you coming to work tomorrow if you win $200 million? Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm I coming. just asked Loz I'm, that question. I'm coming and being smug So you're still hell. coming? Mm. You're still working? Yeah, yeah. $200 million yeah. in your bank. You're still yeah. working? Tomorrow I am. Just for tomorrow? Monday's question mark. Okay. Loz, well, are you, come, are you well, still working I'm, here for well, $200 million? you can repeat what I told you what I'd do if I won the 200 You said I'd you would up. come tomorrow mm-hmm. blind drunk mm-hmm. and you would say exactly <laughs> what you feel. And if that meant swearing <laughs> on air, then so be it because it'd be your last day. It would be my last <laughs> day and I'd go out with a bang. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't miss anyone. Yeah, just let it rip. <laughs> Would you share any of your 200? Yeah, of course you'd share. With us? Mm. <laughs> no, with anyone. With anyone. Would you yeah. Would you? Would yeah. you give much away? Yeah, family you would, yeah. Most definitely. Okay. Mido, would you? Yeah, of course. 200 mm. mil. Jeez. Okay. If you kept it all for yourself, you greedy bugger. Mm. <laughs> okay. Who are you sharing it with? You, you're, you, mate, sure. you're very generous. I, I told you I'd generous. buy your house. Thank you. Yeah. I, he didn't yeah. say no, where. Not, not my car. No, I, I didn't pick the area. Yeah. <laughs> I know what my in next Liverpool. One. Number one, yeah. what was I? Number one, Leach Street, Liverpool. There you go. I'll buy you that house. My yeah. first pad as a youngster growing up. How is, what, what, is it the aquatics? Not the aquatic centre, the fitness centre there at Liverpool that's named after you, who one of our listeners used to... Uh, yeah, still used there. to basically still doing get on the treadmill it. watching you know yeah, posters there, of there you was, just a, to sort of inspire him I every think, morning. No, I think they. I don't know if it was a poster or a cardboard cutout. <laughs> they they had something there in, as you walked into the gym. But yeah, I'd like to hope that that's long gone. But yeah, it's you know it's looking after the youngsters. Plenty of people down there. Lots happening. Lots of, it's a great gym actually. The gym facility there is magnificent. But they do a lot of stuff. They have kids go there and do I don't know. Like all the schools use it for basketball or um, if they have an indoor cricket day or like all sports there. I think there's a heap of that where they do yoga and all that sort of stuff there as well. So great facility uh, and that area was craving something like that. So Do you yeah. do yoga these days? I don't do yoga. No, no. I'm not, I've never been into yoga and mm. Pilates. It's not my vibe. I like to, if I'm training, I want to be sweaty when I leave to go. I feel like it's benefited me to... Like I said, stretching. I never want to have again. not my. I'm I'm very lazy when it comes to stretching. I didn't like stretching when I was playing sport. 
Uh, I skip it every day now. It's overrated. Mate, Especially I as you get older. Oh. Or you, you've got a certain amount of time yeah, you're not gonna to train. Stretch. You're not stretching. I and you're not warming down either. No chance. I'm over warming down. I'm over Get off. Baths. Get into your car and go home. Just exactly yeah, I right. agree. Rip into a beer. Yeah. You got 45 or an hour. Smash yourself and then yeah. go home. 100%. Yeah. Have a shower. Yeah. I agree. I'm not Have one last down. cheeky look in the mirror before you get <laughs> to the shower. You know what I have been trying though, Loz? <laughs> I've been going to this Cairo thing, right? It's like, it's not... Oh, it's, it, yeah, Cairo. Yeah. I'm not no, into Cairo anymore. It's the ice cryo. cryo. Oh, cryo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. Cairo. Not, yep, yep, not yep. physio yeah, or Cairo. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. your neck cracked. Yeah, no. No. You stand in this box mm. and it's minus 140 yeah, degrees. Yeah, you only have to be in there for a couple of minutes. Three right? minutes. Yeah. It is... You get out of the oh, yeah, you get out of there frozen. Yeah. But you'd rather do that than the ice bath. That's a it's a million times better than the ice bath. Yeah. Why? And I don't know. It just feels it does it like the ice bath used to burn me, burn my skin. I hated it. I hated the feeling. This thing, it's three minutes. You put a song on. You get through the song. You get out. You feel a million bucks. And they reckon it must be because of your heart rate, how it just goes up. You must go into that fight or flight Shock. mode. Yeah. You burn eight hundred cows Boys. in three minutes. No. Mate, I'm only telling you what the experts are saying. No expert, mate. You're not burning 800 cows in three minutes. Otherwise, listen. Otherwise, you jump in there ten times for the day. Listen, and there's your exercise. You're only allowed once per day. There must be other reasons. I'm not. Listen, I don't own it. It's not mine. It's not my business. Well, he sold it to you then. Well, I haven't bought it. It cost me no money. (laughs) I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. 800. Feel free to Google. 800 cows in three minutes. Google's not always right. Okay, well, feel free to ring whoever, whatever company owns these machines and ask the experts. I'm no expert. Right. I'm just telling you what it cows. does. Let's, 800 cows. Let's get some recent sports science advice from Sean Abbott, who's joining us on the line, uh, Australian bowling all round. G'day, Sean. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks, guys. How are we going? Yeah, good, thank Everything you. Everything all right in there? <laughs> How's your recoveries going, <laughs> Sabbath? Get yourself into one of these machines, buddy. Mate. Um, Do you like the, the ice bath? Mate, I'll... I don't miss a day. Well, yeah. I try not to anyway. Uh, or the ocean, one or the other. There you go. Tough work, though. Yeah. Would you, would you rather not, doing that, what Clarkie was doing, or the, the ice bath? I've not made it into one of these cryo boxes yet, but I'm keen to give it a go. Yeah. Unre- but I'm with Clarkie. Getting in the ice bath is tough work, to be honest. Oh. I've got to tell him to turn it up. Yeah. It's, you, need, you need a bit of a pump up, I reckon, for an ice bath. Yeah, you do. Like you just, yeah. oh, you just put you in a shit mood. Just oh, that feeling. Mate, when you get out, yeah. Someone's like, mo- what about when the media oh. manager's standing there talking about what you got to say in the? I'm like, mate, right now I can't, I'm just trying to breathe. Mm. Just get out of my way. <laughs> let me do it. I can't breathe. And the bowlers have well, to do it all the time. <laughs> well, the S and C sprain you for being soft, not yeah. getting a bit of cold water. Yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. But it has to be done. Yeah. Four for 32, Sean, in the BBL final. From a personal standpoint, you know, how do you feel the ball has come out over the summer? Uh, it's come out all right. Um, I actually felt like it's been coming out pretty well, but um, unfortunately, I haven't felt like I've been doing, uh, getting the job done in the, the key moments of the game. Obviously, bowl like up the top and then the surge and then at the back end, and they're pretty important overs to get the momentum back for the team or keep pushing further in front. Sort of haven't felt like I did that this season. But, um, yeah, not through a lack of trying, but uh, had a good net session yesterday and I'm up and ready to go for tomorrow. So I'm um, looking forward to this series against the Windies. Yeah, what are you expecting, mate, from the West Indies? Uh, no doubt they'll be more confident after winning that last test match. But 
different format and probably more of a format that um, over the past, let's say, 10 years, certainly the one-day stuff and particularly T20 stuff has suited this West Indies team a lot more than Test cricket. Yeah, they're they're an unbelievable white ball team. And, you know, it's we, I think we, everyone in world cricket loves seeing the way they played up at the Gabba the other day, even if it was at our expense. But, mm. um, yeah, from my point of view, I'm fully expecting them to be full of confidence and, you know, and enjoying their cricket. You know, they get to walk out of the MCG against uh, the Australian team. So, um, but yeah, they can be a bit of an intimidating team to face at times with the... Well, in white ball cricket, they tend to hit the ball miles further than anyone else, and they got some pretty quick bowlers. But um, and they're a team I think we all enjoy watching uh, play the shorter format. But um, absolutely no doubt they'll be full of confidence heading into tomorrow. But um, we got some young, exciting players ready to ready to give them everything. To what extent, Sean, is there an edge, I guess, in this squad, this Aussie squad, considering there's plenty of new names? You know, a lot of people trying to prove that they belong. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've obviously got a, uh, a number of players that were, have been around for the World Cup and have been, enjoyed a lot of success in this in this format, specifically um, in the last 12 to 18 months. So, like I said, there's obviously a couple of new guys that um, that haven't played yet, but that have sort of been around the setup and enjoyed sort of dominating the domestic circuit for a little while. So, um, whilst there's a couple of guys being rested, um, a few of the bowlers from the Test Series, I think... You know, we've got we've got some very talented younger players that are certainly um, I can take it from yesterday and firing that session. They were pretty revved up and looking to make a point, as we said. Couple of uh, couple of all rounders had a bit of success last night, buddy. Ash Gardner and Mitch Marsh <laughs> at the Allen yep. Border Medal. Um, mate, that must be a positive for you as well. And I'm sure. Did you were you there last night? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, um, good night. You know, it was a great night. I mean, obviously, quite an emotional speech from Mitch. Yeah. Um, it felt like all of Australia, I don't know, sort of ridden that um, journey with him. Um, but, you know, it's good, just good to see him get up there and be totally honest in himself. Um, you know, he's obviously missed uh, He played with him a bit. And, yeah, he's a and great he's man. Like, but he's, yeah, he's just one of those guys you want to be around. And yeah. Always making everyone laugh. And I think his cricketing ability sort of speaks for themselves, especially over the last... Um, 12 to 18 months. So, and then Ash, obviously, been dominating more cricket. It's good to see her get an award too, and some recognition for her work she's doing with her foundation. Yeah, for sure. Um, getting school kids uh, into school, um, and it, like providing brekkie for kids and getting them to school, hopefully more often than not. So. Um, yeah, absolutely chuffed from it. It was a wonderful evening, to be honest. Sabra, I feel like now in both men's and women's cricket, we're, we're getting back to years gone by where there's a bit of an expectation now that the you, you want your batters all bowling. Like I think about growing up watching cricket, and even when I first started, a lot of the top order batters, maybe only the openers or one of the openers didn't bowl, but everyone else could bowl. You know, Greg Blewett, Ricky Ponning, Damian Martin, um, Darren yep. Lehman, all these guys could bowl. And I feel like it, certainly our men's team, but also our girls, we're seeing a lot more all-rounders come through now. Well, we're playing, you know, we're willing to play three, four, five guys that bat and bowl yep. as well as our specialised quicks. I think uh, it's obviously awesome to see, but I was talking to Glenn Maxwell a couple of nights ago. Sorry about the noise. I'm just walking to the ground and there's, I don't know where these speakers are coming from, but um, <laughs> uh, a bit going on down here in Melbourne. But um, yeah, I think I was talking to Glenn Maxwell about it last night. And he was talking 
about Jake Fraser McGurk. And we've obviously seen how talented he is with the bat and in the field. And Maxie's been pushing him to, you know, improve his bowling skills. And, yeah. you know, I think he said that Jake mentioned, like, why, mate? You know, they've got all these bowlers. They're not going to want me to bowl. And, and Maxie's like, mate, you just never know. Like, if you, it doesn't take long. You know, it, if he gets got picked up in the IPL, for instance, he's got eight weeks there to work on his bowling. You're going to work it out. And then yeah. um, all of a sudden you're a, a great option. You know, we saw in the World, World, World Cup final, um, uh, obviously in one-day one cricket, you rely heavily on spin on these lower, slower wickets that are quite flat. And we sort of use the tactic of the guys at the other end to Zamps, you know, ducking and diving with one over spells. Mm. And you see guys like uh, Travis Heads come in for an over um, and all the, not, not part-timers, because they're certainly better than that, but if you can add that extra string to your bow, there's always going to be a part to play. Um, and then, you know, you get on a roll with it and all of a sudden you become a lot better than a part-timer and, you know, you're getting four overs in a T20 or 10 overs in a one-day match, mm. or if you're chasing leather in a test match, you, you're getting long spells. So um, I, I think it's an absolute no-brainer. And sort of speaking to Maxie about it the other night, it was pretty interesting to hear his point of view. Well, Sean, really appreciate your time, mate. Enjoy. Go well tomorrow. Yeah, good luck, mate. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thanks for having me on. Good on you, mate. Sean Abbott there, Australian quick. Can certainly bat as well. And tomorrow, pup, we might see. It's looking like we'll see 25-year-old WA quick Lance Morris make his international debut. Yeah. Surely it's time to unleash him. I think, I think he'll play. You know, yeah. I, I saw a little bit of footage yesterday, I think, of him bowling in the nets. Jeez, he looks like a big, strong boy. Um, and I think there's been enough talk now. I think he, he deserves a crack. Uh, and, and this is the time. I think the one Definitely. days in the T20s, you know, I, and maybe this is just my personal opinion, but I, I think there's there's more room in the shorter formats to rest our, certainly our test quicks, for example. Um, I'd much prefer to see them rest in one days and T20s and miss a test match. Uh, we want them fresh for New Zealand as well, which is not far away. So I think this is the time. And mm-hmm. Sean's another one. Sean's been in and around the group for, for years now. He, he's earned the right to get a crack. So to me, you know, it, it's a great opportunity for him as well. Get him in, give him mm-hmm. a go. Um, and let's see some of these young faces. That just that enthusiasm at the back end of the summer as well. Yeah. It helps the someone like Steve Smith, the guys that have been playing all summer. It'll just it gives you a boost at training, and it'll give you a boost on the field as well. Cut them loose. I, I want to know, and I, I don't know whether I asked you last week. And I know certain situations, different bowler out. You're going to bring maybe a like for like in. But if if you had one, you were going to bring in to the test team, fast bowler. Who would it be out of Spencer Johnson, Lance Morris, Scott Bowl, and Sean Abbott? And again, just throw, just throw, throw Michael Neeser in there. Yeah, you you throw him in. So, so, so no, Boland's just, out and Neeser's out. Or you got no, Boland no, 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 Bowl in there. Just, just purely on who you'd like to see, regardless oh, mate, of I, I what the combination is. It's just that next bowler. Who do you think is the next one that's deserved? A chance. Well, deserved, it has to be... Ne- well, no, sorry. Deserved, it has to be Boland first. Right. Nisa second. All right, so that's deserved. That's deserved. Now, Who just do by I you. want to see? No, you, you, you just look at I it. I want to see this quick... Yeah, we want to see the, the, the quick... Yeah, of course. Morris, I want to see... Yeah. But, I, but I, I, I want to see what we're about to see tomorrow. Yeah. But I actually think this is the right... Like, to me, this is, again, only my opinion. 
I think because of what Scott Boland and Michael Nisa have done, they've earned the right to be next in line for test cricket. Now, in one-day cricket or 2020 cricket, I don't mind a bit of a different attitude. I don't mind giving this young kid a crack in a shorter format and can jump some other bowlers. Or I'll rest one of the yeah. senior bowls to give him a crack in the shorter format. But I, I personally still see test cricket differently. I, I don't, mm. I don't like resting blokes from test cricket. No, but, but, but I'm, and again, just me purely sitting here. If there was a fa- like one fast bowler in one fast bowler out, and I know you got left arm yeah. and I know conditions and all that. I just want to see Lance Morris. Get yes. Out yeah. And see what he's like. Yeah, for Definitely. sure. I, I, I get it. I get it 100%. And yeah. there's been enough talk around about him. He's been performing. Mm. Yeah. It's... And that's hard on Boland and all those blokes. But, but, are, you but saying just... te- are you saying in test cricket? Just in test cricket. I'd love wow. to see him get, okay. a, get, a, get, a, get a game just to see what he's like. I haven't seen enough of him, but yeah. you're hearing yeah. stories about how quick he is. And there's something about mm. a far, like a... Yeah, genuine, like genuine fast. 150, 150 genuine plus. Genuine fast bowler. Well, look at what we've just seen for the West Indies. Right. You know. That's, well, Mark Wood, when England, he bowls at 150. Mate, I'm telling it's you, exciting. it changes. The rules of engagement changes a batter hmm. once you get past that 142, 143. Yeah. Once you're quicker than that, it's very hard to train for. That's why, you know, Sean Tate, uh, Shoalbachter, Brett Lee, the, these guys, that extra speed... You can't train that, mate. That is in you, yeah. and if you're good enough to bowl at that speed, th- look what we just saw at the Gabba. You know, blokes are getting done for pace. That's exciting. That's yeah. exciting to watch. There's no doubt about it. Well, we're into recovery on this show, and uh, Cowboy from Hill says, I swear by acupuncture, pup. Pins, electrodes, and heat does it for me. The only reason I can walk slash yep. work and play golf. There you go. Whatever it takes. Okay. If golf's your jam, then you want to be able to play. But, yeah, as we get older... Uh, you look for anything to help you get out of bed not so sore in the morning. So do yourself a favour, Loz. Yeah. Three minutes in 140 yeah, no, degrees. No, no, no. I, minus 140. I, I, minus I think I, I have, yeah, well, I know. I, I've been in it before. Oh, have you? Yeah. It's not comfortable, is it? No, but I'm just trying to think. It would have been years ago. Yeah, but you don't years believe ago, it burns 800 cows. No. Okay, so I, I, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna, I want to get an believer. expert on the show because I'm no expert. Yeah. But 800 cows in three minutes. So it must be your blood... Must be your blood flow, or this doesn't I don't know sound what it right. Is. I know, I know. It sounds like you're there. trying to sell me. Remember one of those? Um, I'm not oh, selling you one. Cow beds, you know. <laughs> Ooh, it'll make you stronger. Stabiliser, <laughs> stabiliser. <laughs> never lifted more. You know, they used to say in because every batsman, when you're out of form, you're like yeah. you fall Falling over, over yourself. Yeah. They put put one of these things on, and you, you don't fall over. I'm like, mate. Yeah, righty. Yeah, right. Stick it to my forehead then. Yeah. Eight hundred cows. Just see. Eight hundred cows in three minutes. Right. If I'm anyone the, out yeah, there expert, knows, please call in expert. Let me know. Steve Hewlett coming up on Radio Tab. Steve, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Very well, thank you. What's on today? Look, William Haggis is going to join me in a matter of moments. He's basically going to tell us because a decision has been made in the past couple of hours with a desert hero who's favourite, I think, to win the Tankred Stakes, whether he's coming or not. This is the horse owned by the Royals, of course, King Charles and Queen Camilla. So we'll have that news. And also if Dubai Honour's going to come again and try and do what he did last year and win the Queen Elizabeth mm. as well as the, the Ranvet. So he's, he's, we're getting him on the line. He's agreed to join me in a matter of moments, William Haggis. So we'll have that breaking news this okay, morning. Okay, that's a must-listen then. Just looking at that Queen Elizabeth pre-noms market. Yes, it is $4.50 Dubai Honour. 
dominant favourite at this stage. the other one. Yeah, I'm just, a hero. just trying a to find. Of course, I just lost it. Uh, no worries. But uh, that's on, obviously, the week after the slipper. You got it, Dave? No. no. I think he's about $4 favourite, four or five. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah we, need, we need to find out who might be riding uh, as well. Yeah, we'll ask that. Yeah. Tony William Haggis. Look, there's a horse. This is a great story. There's a horse that was unbeaten in North Queensland called Bank, Bank, Bank. Six in a row, started short, big margins, Ricky Ludwig. Now the horse has morphed into Tomodachi Kukuro in Hong Kong for David Hayes and won again last night. He's won three races this season. So it's a really good story. So Ricky Ludwig's going to join me. Now they're spotting horses in North Queensland for Hong Kong. So he's going to join me. Terry Gillette's going to join me about the unbeaten mare from the Alice Springs who we haven't seen for years now. Dakota Lee, but she finally steps out. Also, Matty Dale with front page. And Robbie Lang, wasn't it great to see him and his son in the winner's circle on the one day yesterday? And in a, in a, you know, a world where we're dominated by power stables now in racing, great to see stories like Robbie, who was bankrupt, divorced, you know, um, basically had to borrow a car to get around in recent years. And uh, he's building his team up again. So I was so happy for him yesterday. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah. And Desert Hero, $6. Yeah, $6. In Tancred yeah. market from Gold Trip and Sulcum at 8. Lovely. Good on you, Steve. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Okay, that's must listen then. William Haggis coming up on Radio Tab and uh, a man who loves an ice bath. He's also yes. must listen, Dave Stanley. How, How are, are you? Mate? Very good, mate. I Let's tell you, I've it. never done the ice bath. It'd have to be big for me to jump in. So, because otherwise you'd jump in and yeah. all just. Well, Pup's got go a new, new thing. <laughs> what about? He's got the cryo chamber. Yeah. Mate, that's, that's, you know what that reminds me of? <laughs> Austin <What>? Powers, when <laughs> he freezes himself <laughs> and comes back. <laughs> Honestly. Maybe that's my plan. Freeze and stuck, come back. Stuck me away for a few yeah. years. You know. Cut me loose in <laughs> that's honestly. 50 years' time. So what do you do? You jump Mate, you Amazing. stand there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? You stand there and you got a yeah. song on and you're just trying to get through three minutes at, yes. a, at minus 140 degrees. And what's it meant to do? Just Unbelievable for recovery. Blood flows. And... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I just, and you burn cows. Starkers, so. No, no, you got, you got some, you got shorts, you, mate, it's, you got socks on, long socks, shorts, right. no shirt. So there's no frostbite gloves. on these. No, no you, well, gloves? you got to, you got to stand like that. Your gloves cover your nipples. Where's Davo when you need him? Because you do, you'll get, yeah, you could get frostbite. You're, you're actually freezing your backside off right. for three minutes. It's minus 140 And your body degrees. obviously goes into a. Must do, yes. Yeah. Yep. So I'm tipping you'd have to be a big health. You can't have any. No, you, you know, you, mate. My heart's probably under enough pressure as it is. I'm you sure know. you can change that. I think you can start it. Start you know, at minus. It doesn't need to be minus 140. It yeah. might be minus 100 degrees or something yeah, okay. like that. But they reckon it's unbelievable That's, for recovery. There you go. Yep. Don't knock it till you try. Laws of you. No, no, I'd no. Like no I've, I've done it, but I. I I did it years ago. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, but, no. I'm not skeptical. Technology has changed. Yeah, that's exactly done. right. Yes. I but, like but, it better than an ice bath. Yeah, it but yeah, it might okay. be just a placebo too. You know, like you're just, oh, like the old. Well, someone you know, tells you it does. Hundred percent good for you. Mm. Well, I still think I still think that if you drive a car, <laughs> right? Think about this, yeah. and then you've you know you've just been putting the E10 in, yeah. and then all of a sudden you might have went back to where you think you know <laughs> what? I'll put the 98 in. Yeah. It feels like it's going better. Most definitely it does, It's just baby. the calf, yeah. you know, you put the foot down, yeah. the lights. Yeah. Gee, that 98's working. Oh, dear. Mate, you know? Well, or when you, I'm you know, when you... an expert to call in tomorrow. We're going to have this conversation with somebody that owns one of these companies okay. that can actually explain all the benefits because I haven't really done it much. No, I'm sure there's benefits, but I'm just sceptical about the 800 cows. Body well. Body well in Sydney. They do it. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well, I, 800 about, calories that, in three minutes. Jump in one loss. Yeah, let's give it a go. Let's yeah, go. But I wouldn't team. know whether you then lost 800 cals though. Can't it? Throw it away. Doesn't it come up on your watch or can't you get I things to wear a watch? To check. <laughs> get an Apple Watch. Get an Apple Watch. That's, um, get an Apple Watch. Right. What about if an expert can actually explain to you why and how you do burn 800 calories? Would you believe them? Over believing me. Sounds like you don't believe me, which I can understand. No, I don't. Well, Would you believe them? Uh, well, I, I'd believe the expert if he wasn't a part of the company. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> oh, if they're part of the company. It sounds like you've been stung. <laughs> no, if they're part right. of the company, they'd sell it to you. Well, I've got visions well, they're not of trying to sell you a machine. I'm not trying, I don't want someone on here that's trying to sell us one. We don't want to buy one. I just, I just want, want someone you, you with want to knowledge use it, though. Go and use it. Scientific, scientific I'm gonna get. Yeah. I'm going to get... D, her name is, who owns Bodywell here in Sydney. I'm going to get her to call in, and she can explain it to you. Right up. And no, there's no money, Jono. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm not buying one. I don't want one at my house. I'm just trying to let you know that I like it. I it want the ching. Better than yeah. an ice bath. And I'd love to take Well, you I don't dance. have to go to the gym for 40 minutes then. Yeah. No, you do both. Flog yourself at the gym. Go do that as recovery. What a morning. But I'm going for what? For the cows. I go going. for the cows. You, well, there you go. You're getting both. Shed me. Burn 500 at the gym. Go and do this, mate. Instead of this, why don't we put a Friday bucks? on the barber or something? Go to... <laughs> Just on the cryo. Yeah. <laughs> Come and get on the cryo, <laughs> boys. <laughs> hey, we've got a big show coming up. Uh, we'll have the latest news from Chris Roots and uh, others. It's going to be a big one. Adrian Bott's going to be my first guest. So we'll talk about Storm Boy and other two-year-olds for the Golden Slipper, boys. Uh, yeah, they've got the favourite in the Widden, don't they? Oh, gee, its name just escapes me, but it came up. Close to odds on or even money there yesterday. Uh, Lady of Camelot, big watch.